0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Stave 3, the second of three spirits. Rishi Scrooge was prepared for his next unwelcome visitor. He lay on his bed practicing biting put-downs for the next spirit like... Didn't you support Jeremy Corbyn, and I bet you hung out with the ghost of Jimmy Savile? Big Ben interrupted his thoughts by chiming again. Ding dong! That's odd, said Rishi Scrooge. Just one ding dong. The clockworkers must be on bloody strike as well. He peeked out of his bed, but no ghostly visitor appeared. All he could see in the gloom was a warm glow coming from the door in the next room. Rishi Scrooge pulled on his slippers and dressing gown and padded to the door. Just as he reached out to the knob, the door flung itself open, revealing a room not unlike his own, but festooned with Christmas decorations. Wreaths of holly and pine, presents piled high and food, so much food. Turkeys, hams, apples, tubs of Quality Street and twiglets. Sitting in the armchair in front of a blazing fire was a giant of a man who beckoned to Rishi Scrooge and bellowed, "'Come in!' Come in and know me better, man. Rishi Scrooge entered timidly and hung his head before this spirit. And though the spirit's eyes were clear and kind, he did not like to meet them. I am the of Christmas present, said the spirit. Look upon me. Scrooge reverently did so. The spirit was clothed in one simple green robe, bordered with white fur which gaped open at the chest. Oddly on his feet he wore football boots and on his head a holly wreath. He had a genial face with sparkling, smiley eyes. Rishi Scrooge looked at the spirit and wondered why he looked so familiar. Then, seeing the three lions emblazoned on the ghost's chest, he realised where he'd seen him before. Aren't you Marcus Rashford? he asked. Maybe, said the ghost. Have you never seen the like of me before? he asked. Well, I'm not really a soccer ball kind of guy, replied Rishi Scrooge. More of a polo and lacrosse chap, he said. Spirit, said Scrooge, submissively. Conduct me where you will. I am a busy man, and you're no way near as attractive as last night's ghost. Tonight, if you have anything to teach me, let me profit by it. Touch my robe, said the ghost. The next minute, they were in Oxford Street, piled high with snow, angry commuters and shoppers who couldn't get home because of the train strikes. Christmas was in the air, though, as they passed a dozen American sweet shops selling M&M's and Reese's Pieces for £34 a pack. They turned down a side street called The Mall and found themselves outside the tiny home of Charles Cratchit Third, Rishi Scrooge's clerk. Rishi Scrooge and the spirit of Marcus Rashford passed through the closed door and stood in the corner of a kitchen as Charles Cratchit's wife, Camilla I, oversaw 30 servants preparing a modest, by traditional royal standards, Christmas dinner. The pair watched as a swan was stuffed with a turkey, which was stuffed with a chicken, and then a quail, and then they delighted in the smell of a Christmas pudding boiling on the arger. Just as the servants were laying the table and the rest of Charles's family gathered around it, in walked Charles Cratchit Third, carrying his son, Tiny Harry, on his back. Harry could walk fine by himself, but he carried a crutch to elicit sympathy in order to publicise his Netflix Christmas special docuseries. Um, "'A Merry Christmas to all the royal family,' said Charles. "'God bless us all!' "'God bless us all!' echoed Tiny Harry. "'Especially Megan, because I know you didn't include her when you said us all!' The room fell uncomfortably silent. Charles raised a glass, saying, "'Let us drink a toast to Rishi Scrooge, uh, for, "'for without him signing off the sovereign grant every year, "'none of this would be possible.' Speak for yourself, muttered Charles Cratchit's brother Andrew. I don't receive a penny from that list. And why doesn't Uncle Andrew receive any government money, asked Charles of the throng. Because he's an shouted the Royal Cratchits as one. He has a point, though, said Camilla Cratchit. Toasting Rishi Scrooge? Why, if he were here, I'd give him a piece of my mind. "'Inflation and the cost-of-living crisis mean we've had to cut back to only 30 servants this year. "'And don't get me started on what happened to the royal yacht,' she slurred, "'for she was already drunk on the Queen Mother's gin.' "'Rishi Scrooge, standing invisible in the corner, felt uncomfortable and ashamed "'that the mere mention of his name seemed to cast a gloom over the Cratchits' home. "'But otherwise, they seemed a very happy family, grateful and humble in their tiny house, "'certainly tiny compared to his one in California.' Oddly, for they believed themselves to be unseen, an elderly lady seemed to notice the spirits of Marcus Rashford, and she made a bee line for him. Where are you from? she demanded. The present, replied the surprised spirits of Marcus Rashford. No, but where are you really from? she insisted. Got to go now, you racist old bat, said the spirit, and with that he took Rishi Scrooge's hand and led him through a wall. As Rishi Scrooge left with her spirit, he took a long look at the family, especially Tiny Harry, who was with a film crew interviewing the old woman who'd confronted the ghost and asking her why she didn't like Meghan. Outside, it was still snowing, and the shops were bustling with shoppers, who stared at the empty shelves, hoping for some Brussels sprouts or a tin of beans to appear on them. The shopkeepers must have sold out! They'll be very happy, said Rishi Scrooge, imagining a profit and loss spreadsheet and the Christmas shopping statistics from the ONS. Sadly not, replied the spirit. The shelves have been empty for weeks now, due in large part to your ridiculous policy of leaving the EU and the single market. Plus inflation at the moment means that most people couldn't afford food, let alone luxuries like heating at this time of year. You mean because of Putin's war, surely, spirit, said Rishi Scrooge. The spirit of Marcus Rashford sighed, (sighs) a sigh that echoed through the shoppers with empty bags that bustled around them. As they walked, the spirit reached into his capacious cloak and pulled out a tinned Christmas pudding or a box of after-eights and slipped them silently into the empty bags of shoppers, an act of kindness that Rishi Scrooge really didn't understand. The spirit stopped and gestured towards a building where a long queue had formed. The windows were lit with candles, and inside Rishi Scrooge could see people in high-vis Christmas jumpers, handing out food and blankets. See, Spirit, said Scrooge, this shop appears to have plenty of stock, and a queue of fine British citizens has formed, ready to spend their wealth and grow the economy. Under my government, such places are flourishing, and it's only tofu-eating anti-growthers like you who deny it. It's a food and warm bank, said the Spirit handing out meagre rations to people who cannot afford the basics of life. There are nurses and teachers in that queue, Scrooge. But in a way, you're right. Such places have grown exponentially during your time in office. You must be very proud of yourself, he said sarcastically. I am, said Rishi Scrooge, as the spirit tugged him away. Soon, they arrived at another Christmas home, this time in Islington, a bright, gleaming room full of people laughing in merriment. One laugh surprised Rishi Scrooge. It was his nephew, Sir Keir Starmer Scrooge, who was telling a story to Angela Rayner and West Streeting about his uncle. He said Festivus was humbug, and he meant it too, said Sir Keir. I invited him for a curry, and he turned me down, as he always does, but I'll invite him every year, whether he likes it or not. Why the fuck do you want to do that? asked Angela. Because I feel sorry for him. "'No one in his party likes him, his staff hates him, and his wife won't live with him. "'Plus, it winds him up,' said Sakir. "'Let's play a yes-or-no Prime Minister for fuck's sake,' said Angela. "'In this game, dear listener, someone in this case, Sakir, must think of a British Prime Minister, "'and everyone must guess who it is by asking questions that can only be answered yes or no.' "'Sakir began, and rapidly the crowd ran through questions like, "'Did they win a war?' "'No.' Did they get re-elected? No. Were they Chancellor before they were Prime Minister? Yes. It's me, it's me, giggled Rishi Scrooge, joining in the game, despite the fact that nobody in the room could hear him. Is it Gordon Brown, for fuck's sake? asked Angela Rayner. Is it John Major or Jim Gallagher? said Rachel Reeves. No, no and no, said Sir It's Rishi Scrooge. <gasps> Who? said everybody at once. And how they all laughed, except for Rishi Scrooge. He was no longer fond of this game. He has given us plenty of merriment, I am sure, said Secure, and I would be ungrateful not to drink his health. Here is a beer ready in my hand, and I say, Uncle Rishi Scrooge, long may you stay low in the polls. The spirit of Marcus Rashford took Rishy Scrooge's hand and stepped through the wall to the snowy street outside. As Rishi Scrooge looked up at the ghost, he noticed that he'd aged. His hair had greyed, his face had wrinkled. Are spirits lives so short? asked Rishi Scrooge. My life upon this globe is very brief, replied the ghost. It ends tonight. Tonight? cried Scrooge. Tonight at midnight. Hark, the time is drawing near. I have but one more thing to show you, Rishi Scrooge. The spirit pulled an iPhone from his green cloak and showed it to Rishi Scrooge. On the glowing screen were photos of children that the spirit scrolled through for Ritchie Scrooge to see. ''Who are these wretches?'' asked Ritchie Scrooge. ''Are they yours?'' ''They are everyone's,'' said the spirit. ''This one is ignorance, and this one is want. They look to me for school dinners and books because you won't fund them.'' ''Have they no refuge or resources?'' asked Ritchie Scrooge. ''Are there no tax havens or open prisons?'' said the spirit, turning Ritchie Scrooge's own words back upon him. Big Ben chimed midnight, and the spirit was gone, faded away to a far-off land called Qatar. Through the fog, Ritchie Scrooge could just make out the shape of a solemn phantom, draped and hooded, coming like a mist along the ground towards him. You have been listening to Stave 3 of A Trumpton Christmas Carol. Join us tomorrow to listen to Stay 4, believe it or not, which will be about the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus...